Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The following is paid commercial programming. The content and opinions expressed do not necessarily reflect those of WSSP, Intercom Milwaukee, its staff, or sponsors. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi and every river, lake, and field in between. Let's talk everything outdoors. Avon! <laughs> You're on the crazy train! Welcome to the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors. Only on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Nope, that's wrong. That that uh, promo said only on 105.7 FM, The Fan. Nope, sorry, folks. We're also on Sports Radio 1250 AM. So we're on two stations here at the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. He's Dan Bush. I'm Tom Neubauer. We got Sam Kennison on the boards. <laughs> Gave you a new last name this time. No, we got Sam Schmitz on the boards. And uh, this is... Uh, uh, you know, we're an interactive show. It's a live show, so you can call us if you feel like it, want to get involved, got any questions or comments at 414-799-1250. That's 799-1250. Or you can email us live at the Smokies inbox at ceoguys at yahoo.com. ceoguys at yahoo.com. And right now, we don't have any emails for uh, me to read, Danny. So are, are those headsets working? Or just one side? Th- this set works. Oh, all right. So it's kind of like playing the lottery here. You grab a set and you cross yep. your fingers. Yep. And I thought you had a set. You bought a set. I got a cheap cheap pair that uh, that I have at home by my computer. Oh. I remembered it two weeks in a row, and I've now forgot it two weeks in a row. So you know I'm what I, 50, you know, 50 You know what I think you should do? What Buy do another mean? cheap set. And just keep those in the car. <laughs> no, no, no. I keep my I keep my truck clean. I don't leave a bunch of junk laying around. No, no I no. keep I take everything out. The only thing that's in there right now is give a, it a couple years. No, no, I'm <laughs> telling you. Ask my friends. Ask my friends. Bushy uh, keeps his vehicles yeah. clean. Yeah. None of that clutter. No I clutter. Don't leave a McDonald's wrapper on. Oh, that I don't do. No, I would never. Ever get in some 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 people's trucks and and they look like they're living in it. Holy Christmas. Oh, they're terrible. Oh, my God. I know what you mean. Well, when, I know what you mean. One, one time I got in, 
in my buddy buddy Mark Horton's truck. And I opened up the council, and there's a bunch of, this is like in March, late March, there's a bunch of old 30-30 shells, <laughs> all kinds of stuff. And I, uh-huh. I said, where's the muskrat traps? Are those in the backseat here? Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, game fish season is closed now. You can still ice fish, plenty of ice out there, but uh, it, it's starting to wane away along the shorelines, you know, starting to lose a little bit along the shorelines. And I think after this weekend, you might lose a lot more, especially after tomorrow. But And next week's supposed to be in the 40s all week. So um, even though game fish is closed, um, there is something that is going to help all the retailers that sell fishing stuff. And that's that catch and release season on bass. I noticed it at Sherpers. I wasn't there last week because I was getting a new refrigerator delivered. But in the last two weeks, we've been selling rods and reels, tackle boxes, plastic worms, all kinds of stuff. It's like, I I mean, are people really that anticipating, you know, the season that's coming around in a, maybe about three weeks or so? <laughs> I don't know, Tom. I don't know. The only know. ones that would do that early season bass fishing. Are the bass guys. And they already got tackle boxes. Yeah, I know. They do. And worms. Yeah. And hooks. Yeah. So but, you just had a wave of bored people coming by. I don't know. With spring fever on their brain. Yeah, I think so. Spring and fever. And it got warm. Yeah. Spring fever. As soon as the sun starts shining mm-hmm. and the birds start chirping. Yep. Oh, and today's a big, uh, today's a big day. You got to turn your clocks ahead. One hour, turn them ahead. Oh yeah, big, yep. big day, big day. Got well. You got to remember that, oh, otherwise, oh, yeah, yeah. Otherwise, your time you'll be showing up yeah. to work late or early. Yeah. No, you'll be early. <laughs> you'll be showing up at the school way an hour before everybody else. Everybody's talking about it. Every radio station what? about what about what you just talked about. Oh, ra- oh turn in about- your head. Every radio station. Every I didn't know anything station, about it. I've never. Everyone I've heard really is talking about the clock going ahead. The only one that I know about was because my wife told me. Otherwise, I had I was oblivious to it. <laughs> I had no clue. <laughs> I don't, it's hard not to hear about it. I had no clue. And everybody, I'd say ninety percent of the people complain about it too. Yeah, it is. It is a stupid law. Let's be like Arizona and what's the other state? Indiana, I think half of Indiana. I think it's Arizona and I, I'm uh, Hawaii. <laughs> In Hawaii, yeah. Yep, there we go. Check my trivia. You know, I'm a lot smarter than I look <laughs> in person. <laughs> Whatever that means. Yep. Hey, I learned something new this week. Uh, tie your shoe. There's a college called Transylvania College. <laughs> it's like, I don't know, you learn to be a Dracula, a vampire there or something. But Transylvania College, it's right down the road from Kentucky, Kentucky College. I didn't know that. It was and, and it started in 1789 or 1780, something like that. It was like the first college west of the Alleghenies or whatever the hell they are. All right. I was like, I just thought it was an interesting fact. Oh, that's all. You Transylvania think, College. You think like yeah. if Bernie becomes president, that he would cover free free yeah. tuition to Transylvania College? Yeah. Well, he's out. What do you mean he's out? He he's out. He didn't get any votes. He's he's. In the Super Tuesday, he didn't get anything. Oh, no. Him and the Bernie bros, they're going to get her going. Oh, they'll get and, her going. And then, and, oh. then, and then there's going to be trash cans burning in downtown okay. Milwaukee. 
I'm going to bring some uh, wieners and marshmallows yeah. <laughs> and roast as, as, they're, as they're going crazy. Uh, okay, I, you know we don't really want to talk politics on the show, and I'm not going to talk politics here, but I just wanted to mention that Mike Bloomberg, you know, the mayor of New York, he pulled out of the campaign because he he was yeah, killed on Super yeah, Tuesday, spent, right? Spent millions. Well, he spent $780 million. Now it sounds like a lot of money to you and me. Right. It was only 1% of his total net worth. Yeah. It would be like, an, they said it would be like an average American, whatever average salary they figured, it would be like an average American spending $800. Yeah. yeah. 1% of his net worth, $780 million. It's like, why doesn't he just give a million dollars to every adult in America? Oh, come on. <laughs> That'll stimulate the economy. <laughs> then you're just like another Bernie bro. Give me some free yep, stuff. Yep. Give me some free stuff. Yeah. Bloomberg. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, there is still ice out there. Guys are, oh, and uh, big run on, um, what were those things? Uh, Beaver tails, yeah. After we were talking about them two weeks yeah. ago, big run on them. Uh, matter of fact, we had to get more in, and the the white ones sell the best because I think that's my son Nick was saying about how good the white ones are over the other colors. I guess, but I don't know. But a lot of guys seem to prefer the white ones. So, so our listeners like to take our tips. Then yes, and, yes they do. And, oh, I have a complaint from a listener, by the way. Oh, what did I do now? Well, I don't know who did it, but <laughs> apparently. I think it was a month or so ago we had somebody call and tell us a fleet farm was closing or something like that. Oh, they said yeah, they were they, thinking about closing the any, one in anyway, Germantown. Anyway, and I that, said, why would they do that? Anyway, that's not true, and apparently oh, so someone was mad at us that we were spreading that rumor. Well, we didn't. We didn't spread the rumor because the guy called and said that he heard that they were going to be yeah. closing it. And I said, well, why would they want to close it? He said, well, right. that's just what I heard. Okay. So well, he didn't say I, for sure. That's what I, that's yeah. what I, that's what I responded. Yeah. I said, I don't yeah. think Tom or I, with, no. I said, I think somebody just called in and was right. talking, saying right. something. So, yeah. You know, we we don't you know we don't put our callers through a lengthy screen process, and, <laughs> and, and like some shows where no. you know a national show, they talk to them for ten minutes to find out if they're a, a nutcase, yeah, or, yeah. Uh, yeah, whatever, and don't yeah. let them on and put them back on hold for forty minutes. Yeah, we don't do that. We let our people call in and kind of shoot from the hip. Yeah, right? kind of like we do. Yeah, <laughs> kind of like so we do. So it wasn't do. our fault. Yeah, so not our fault. No. Well, not, not my fault, anyway. Maybe, not mine. Maybe, maybe yours. Maybe mine. But so, no. um, spring is on its way. Uh, I heard that there's been some. My favorite bird in the world, Tom. My favorite bird. Guess what it is? I, I'm just gonna guess a robin. That's so lame. What do you? I, I knew you were know. gonna say robin. Well, I don't know what Robins, your favorite bird I hate is. Robin. Why is the robin what is a, a state a bird? Oriole. <laughs> Listen, a bluebird ro- oriole. <laughs> the, the, <laughs> bluebird. <laughs> The, it's called Baltimore Oriole. Oh, well, whatever, whatever. You watch baseball. So anyway, the, the uh, robin, yeah, state bird. And normally you see most robins, their chest is not that bright orange. It's no. dingy crap. Yeah, once dirty. in a while, once in a while you see a beautiful robin red breast. So, but my favorite bird yeah. is the red-winged blackbird. Oh. Yeah, I love the red wings. I see them sitting on those cattail yeah. marshes and... Uh, and so I guess they're back when I go on my bike rides and so forth. There's the old Papa Redwing. Mm. They're a beautiful bird. I like crows. Well, crows. They, they're like the, 
the the and the what do you call it? the sanitary engineers of our highways? You know that <laughs> crows supposedly, from what I've heard, are highly intelligent. Yeah, that's what I've heard too. Super yeah. intelligent. I think they try to talk to me sometimes, but I don't well, understand crow. They they do talk. Uh, <laughs> they do talk to each other. Yeah, uh, there was a naturalist, uh, Ernest Thompson Seton, I believe yeah. was his name. I read a book. Yeah, he actually followed a colony of crows for mm-hmm. a while, and he got to understand their cadence. cadence oh, yeah. of right. and one would mean man, another would be man with a gun. One would be you really? know, yeah. He studied cadences. Yeah, yeah I read the book as a kid. Well, I I listened to him, you know, and uh, y- you know when they make their you know their call. Sometimes they'll do two or three, sometimes six or seven. It depends. And then they'll they'll change uh the if it's a higher or lower. Yeah, that there is a definite difference when they're talking to each other, you know, whatever. You know, there definitely is, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Hey, we got a we did get an email. Oh what, I should just now? No, I should probably You said we didn't have any emails a I, while ago. I forgot. You lied. I know, I lied. Okay. Here, this this is actually re- this is from uh, Ron Heidenreich. Oh yeah, that's the interesting thing about boat. Yes. Yeah, this is good information. Here, here's how you can use your boat all winter without worrying about your motor freezing or doing any damage. In late November, before we have a hard freeze, either have, either you do it or somebody else drain and change your lower unit grease. That way. Uh, if you lower your unit seal, if your lower unit seal went bad and had water in the grease over the summer, it can be changed and refilled with new grease. Okay, so now the lower unit is good to go for the winter. Now, when you go fishing in January or February, uh, your only concern is water in the pump. Here's what you need to do: after your day on the water, when you put the boat on the trailer at the launch, lower the motor all the way down, so the power head and water pump can drain. After about three or four minutes, the motor should be drained now. So uh, put the with the motor still da- down, start your motor, and then shut it off after two or three seconds. This will blow out any water that is still in the water pump assembly. It doesn't matter if it is a four-stroke or a two-stroke motor. Your motor will be good after that. So that is really good information. I mean, we might mention it later on in the show through yeah, the yeah, second that's... hour. Because, you know, we were talking about that. How do guys, you know, I mean, it's winter out, it's cold. You know, how come their motor isn't freezing well, up, you know? I knew enough that um, the lower unit thing. Right. I, I knew right. enough. I mentioned that. Right. Uh, as far as lowering the uh, motor and let the water drain, I do that in the summer, too. Do you? Yeah, I've always, mm-hmm. yeah. Although one one time, I, I think I, I lucked out because being as there is water up in there. Sure. When I first got the boat years ago and I had the loud exhaust on my on my truck, I actually pulled out with the motor running and that four stroke was so no. was so quiet I couldn't hear it, right? Oh no. So once I got out and got out of my truck for a second, I looked back towards the motor and I could visibly see it kind of yeah. vibrating a little yeah. bit and I ran back and shut it off. Oh my. But there's enough water up yeah. in there. Yeah. Right? You know, when it's tilted up. When right. you do train it down so it, I, it was fine. I didn't. Yeah. I, I panicked at first, thinking, "I'm a bone. What a oh, bonehead! How man. could I do something like that?" Yeah. I I almost lost my. I well, I should say I could have lost my bass boat many years ago. Um, I was fishing this big tournament up in Brainerd, Minnesota, and uh, on the way, well, in order for me to load my boat, somebody had to back it in, and I would just drive it on the bunk trailer. 
Right. And then they'd pull me out a little bit. I'd get out, and then I'd take care of the rest. Right. Well, I forgot to, to hook it to up. hook it up? Oh, my God. So I drove all the way from Brainerd, Minnesota to Thorpe, Wisconsin, Yeah. and it wasn't hooked up. It was just sitting on the bunk. Oh, God. And when I noticed that, I thought, oh, my God, am I lucky. Oh, that thing could have been tumbling down the freeway. Yeah. Oh, goodness, Lord. Years ago, I've actually, yeah. I actually saw that coming back from the... Uh, Point Beach nuclear plant there by Kiwana years ago one summer day. We'd have our little 14-foot boat and go out and catch those 25-pound salmon. And uh, we were coming back down a country road, and there's two guys standing there, kind of scratching their butts, just staring at this great big boat that was in the middle of the road. Oh, no. (laughs) And it was a big fiberglass boat, like a recreational boat. Yeah. And uh, we kind of walked. Drove around them, of course, and just kind of looked back and said, whew, wouldn't want to be those guys right now. Oh, that's terrible. Hey, it's time for us to take a quick break, but it's only going to be a few minutes, folks, so don't go anywhere. Stay tuned. You're listening to Dan Bush and me, Tom Neubauer. Give us a call. Sam Schmitz will talk to you. (laughs) We'll be Welcome back to the Skibber Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. Thanks for hopping on the train with us this early a.m. And, Tom, you were talking about ice fishing and about there still being some ice. We -hmm. talked to uh, our good friend Tilkey up there at Smokey's on the Bay. And my brother did, in fact, drive up there and set some tip-ups there. And there were a couple of meatheads out there. And the guy who had caught the 42-incher was out there the guy who had, mm-hmm. the guy who had caught you know several and uh but fishing was slow it's typical it was the should have been here the other day story oh yeah and so he pil- pulled up stakes and uh and went went to uh went to Swamico but my brother stuck it out and there was one other guy there or a couple guys and uh sure enough right around one one two o'clock I guess it was he had a tip up and he said when he got there, he said he's never seen a spindle flying so fast. Oh, really? And he was using smelt. He, mm-hmm. The other guys were using the golden shiners, like okay. Kilke had yeah. said. And uh, unfortunately, he went to set the hook, and it came off, and all he got was a tore-up smelt. So oh, he had a geez. hit. Oh, jeez. Had a hit by golly, but uh, yeah, those elusive Bay of Green Bay... Uh, uh, Pike, I, uh, reports that I've read haven't been too promising. Uh, I re- all the way from there's some guys out fishing the Peshtigo Harbor where I used to try because mm-hmm. I'd hear about big northerns there. I never got any big northerns there. I'd catch them. One of the top, here's a tip if you want to get pike. Everybody knows about the Peshtigo now because of the walleye fishing, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's jam-packed. Mm-hmm. There's boats out there in front, mm-hmm. in the river, up and down. Larry Smith's film and TV shows, mm-hmm. everybody's up there. But when I was a kid in the 60s, um, 
Nobody fished that Peshtigo Harbor except in the spring, early season pike anglers. First ice mm-hmm. out, there'd be guys soaking bobbers from shore with smelt. And uh, then uh, once we got a boat, we were able to go out there. And uh, our best luck, to be honest with you, though, is not the pre-spawn pike there at first ice out. The best time is that first week of May, after the fish are coming back from the spawn, they're staging in that harbor area, and they're on the shallow flats adjacent to the to the uh, main channel. And several times I've gone up there with my dad or my brother and got limit. You know, mm-hmm. if, if there were three of us, we'd get fifteen. And there were times when they when they'd hit uh, little maps. Um, yeah, the maps, the small maps, bucktails, the number four. What is it? Number five? Whatever. Yeah, small maps. Well, that's the. Yeah, that was it's the three, sta- four, five, two, one. It goes all the way down. I think to the five zero. was the standby, and we'd also get them mm-hmm. on Rapalas and Daredevils, mm-hmm. your standard stuff. Uh, but if they weren't hitting on those, which was there were times when they would not, you wouldn't think there's a, a pike in there throwing a smelt out under a bobber, mm-hmm. and they'd just start sucking sucking those up. Hmm. And uh, yeah, I I remember one time with my brother, we fished an hour or two there, didn't catch anything. And then we cut across to the other side of the river mouth on a little flat there. And I actually had a pike follow follow up and grab my smelt as I was getting ready to pull it out of the water. Mm-hmm. And then from there on, we caught every time we'd cast out as soon as the bobber would hit the water. And, and uh, I, I remember we caught like seven or eight real quick. And then, as fate may have it, he had to go to a wedding, right? <laughs> so I had to, we had to quit. <laughs> but, yeah, th- nobody's fishing for those pike. Now, some guys go in, I think Keys Outdoors went in there years ago to go for yeah. the muskies because there's mm-hmm. muskies going in there too. But, uh, yeah, if a guy wanted to try and get uh, try and get some pike, I, I, I still might give that a shot sometime. Mm-hmm. And there, there were walleyes present then too, mm-hmm. but not to the degree that there is. One time I had a, a, what we thought was a walleye on, a big one, and uh, on a maps, and my dad knocked it off at the net. And that was one of those things where after that, we yeah. never let my dad net a fish again until yeah. the day he died. Yeah. <laughs> he never lived that down. 70 years, he never lived oh, it down. Oh, my goodness. 50 years. Wow. So anyway, yeah. But the, as far as uh, any other fishing up there, the Bay of Green Bay, I've heard they're still getting some whitefish yeah, up but, towards the Door County. But now yeah. uh, their guys are going to be starting to get their shacks off. Yeah, because it's going to start getting real sketchy pretty soon now and so it's you know i uh, boy that that being on that weird ice at the weird time of the year that just makes me nervous that's why i don't go out there anymore <laughs> i don't do that makes you nervous yeah well especially if it's like mid-march or something you know or early early season or late season that always made me nervous i remember one time on rome mill pond yep uh we were, we heard about oh it was doing so good over there and went over there and we're walking out, and by golly, I had the camera crew with me, as a matter of fact, and we're walking out, and the ice is, like, just getting those little cracks along the top, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, I they, they told me it was like five, six inches. I don't know if it is or not, you know? It was probably, once we started drilling holes, it was probably about three inches, which was all right, you know, but I felt very nervous. And, you know, Rome Mill Pond, that's like three feet deep four feet at the most and it's all weeds and you got to find a spot where there are no weeds 
to drill a hole. You know, so, it's, it's weird. So it's if it's only one. three, four feet, why are you so nervous? I just am. I don't want to get all wet. I've been wet before, you know. Uh, you What's know. a little soaker? No, I don't like the little soakers. No, no, Everybody's no. had a soaker. I don't know about everybody. Uh, Sam, have you had a little soaker? Are you... No? Sam, do you know what a soaker means? What soaker means? Not really, no. That's a term. Is that an old term? I don't think so. It's a, I don't think so. That so, you fell in the lake. No, no. no? As, as a kid, if you like accidentally stepped somewhere and one foot went through the mud and water oh, okay. and got your tennis shoe all wet or your boot all wet, you said you got a soaker. Oh, I mean, it makes sense. I just never heard it. I got a soaker. Yeah, I, I never it. heard Come it on. either. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. If you've heard the term <laughs> soaker, it wasn't common. As kids, we got soakers all the time. Yeah, and we used it all. Yeah, I got a soaker. Yeah, your foot would be all wet. You, you didn't go home and cry to mommy. However, we were tough back right. then. We were. As a matter of fact, my grandson last week uh, when he was out fishing with his dad, uh, he stepped in a hole, went down down to his knee. Got a soaker. <laughs> he got a soaker. He sure did. <laughs> he got a soaker. But, uh, yeah, well, what are you going to do? Uh, what was I going to say? But anyway, yeah, they're, they're, I'm kind of glad. I mean, there's a lot of ice anglers that really live for it. They love ice fishing. Uh, but I'm kind of glad it's over because I want that open water out, you know. I want to well, get out too. there in open water. Yeah. So I'm, I'm with you. Oh, and, uh, and now you that's right. You said that uh, when you put the tip-ups out by your house, you... Uh, Caught a whole lot of nothing. Caught a whole lot of nothing. And I talked to some guys, too, who were out the last day of season last week, Mm -hmm. and I think he said they had a whole bunch of guys, and they had, I don't know, 40 tip-ups or whatever. Mm -hmm. Guess what they got? Fishing all day, all night. Nothing? A whole lot of nothing. Really? A whole lot of nothing. Well, and that was in the shallow end, right, of the the lake? the shallow end. Yeah, see, and I, I... you know, for some weird reason, and, and it happens this every year, that the, the, some of those larger fish, they start moving out of those shallow bays. Now, the east end of Pewaukee is not what I'd call a shallow bay, but it's shallower than, let's say, the rest than the west end, okay? But in a shallow bay, they start moving out at the end of the season. Now, the pike are going to come back in, you know, right. because that's where they're going to spawn. But there's a certain point of time when it's like they leave. All the big fish leave. I mean, it seems like even the, even the the big bluegills and crappies and all that. I don't know what it is. You know, it just seems that that it works that way. Yeah, and as far as walleyes, um, I have I didn't really hear of any great walleye catches out no. there this year. There's guys that get them right. Yeah, but they ain't saying nothing, right? <laughs> well, they the the if you want to figure hours per walleye. Oh. Jeez. Hours invested per inch. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Put it this way: I can go fish probably, you know, and catch one walleye up in Door County and beat that ice fisherman's walleyes per hour inch average. Okay. Yeah. Right with one fish. Wow. Yeah. I mean, they get some in the walleye chapter of uh, Pewaukee chapter of walleyes for tomorrow. Again, head by Tom Kep has done a. Done a great job. Uh, in fact, they are uh, planning, I mentioned last week, one of our members, uh, Dana Walk, was uh, tragically killed in the uh, in that uh, uh, Miller Coors rampage. Mm-hmm. Um, he, was one, he was a member. Apparently, they're talking about doing a fundraiser at uh, Gina's Sports Dock, and it's, uh, they're looking at May 2nd. 
And so right now, I believe they're going to be looking for donations and so forth. Now, they just had the fundraiser for um, the, 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 the ice bait fishery a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. But this one, I believe the proceeds are going towards the family and so forth. Mm-hmm. So uh, keep, that, keep that in mind May 2nd. They're also talking about putting some more cribs uh, off of Wax Island, and they're, mm-hmm. they're talking about uh, naming them Dana's Cribs. Oh, yeah. that'd be a nice gesture. So some, uh, that'd be nice. Yeah, so there's some things going on right now. Well, right now, what's going on is uh, a commercial break. Coming up next is uh, the gut report, so stay tuned for that. No recipe, but I got a good tip for you. Oh, come on, I want no, a recipe. No, no recipe, just a good tip. You'll 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 enjoy this. But anyway, better. Uh, so we got a whole bunch of stuff coming up, and don't forget after the six forty five break, we got the Hornschwaggle. Don't know what it is. Stay tuned. You'll find out. We'll be right back with more of the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. Man, I'm gonna eat you. I'm bigger than you. I'm higher in the food chain. Get in my belly. The Gut Report is brought to you by Discount Liquor. Okay, folks, let's say you got a recipe that you need jalapenos in. We all have those recipes that call for jalapenos. Well, don't go to your local grocery store and buy them, because when you get home and start chopping them up, you're going to be greatly disappointed. They're not. There's no heat to them. There's no flavor to them. They're terrible. This time of year, every winter, they're they're terrible. So if you want that little bit of heat, want that little bit of flavor, you've got to go one other step. You've got to buy Serrano peppers. What's a Serrano? Well, Serrano is like the size of your little finger. Generally, they're always green, but you might see some red ones in there. Get some Serranos. You'll get the heat that you want, not overly hot like a jalapeno, but at least you'll get some heat, whereas the jalapenos right now, eh, they don't have any at all. The Gut Report was brought to you by Discount Liquor, where you're going to find the best price, selection, and service at 51st and Oklahoma in Milwaukee, and Main Street and Barstow in Waukesha. For weekly specials, go to DiscountLiquorInc.com. Rock and roll, eh, Sam? Welcome back. And you will hear us coming. Coming back to you live from the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors in Tom Neubauer's studio. They should rename the studio. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Just in, the, just in the Put your for, picture on the wall. Just Yeah, you know, they got uh, Ellerson's picture. I think he's the only one we got to pick. Oh, and Billy... Got Billy, Billy Baby Tausch, he's over there. But that's about it. But they got Leroy Butler. He's outside in the hallway. Are they uh, They're down at spring training now? Watching the Brewers, I'm guessing? Yeah, I think Billy and Tim, because Billy was in here just a couple hours ago, actually, for the Bucks post game. Because mm-hmm. the game ended at like 12.30-ish last night. So he was here probably till like 2 o'clock in the morning. I think they left for spring training. Yeah, him and uh, Tim. Yeah, what? Th- this morning? I'm assuming so. I'm not wow. really sure when their flight ended, oh. but I, I assume they're on their way there now. I know they, they told me they have a layover. Uh, out of all places, they have a layover in Las Vegas. Yeah, that's a popular, you know. More you, them. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that is that's so weird. 
What's well, the playoffs you, in Las Vegas? You know, you well, know, it's not that far away, really. It's Tim and Billy. I mean, they. Oh, Tim! Pick, Tim will love it. Yeah, they purposely picked it up. <laughs> That's kind of like the odd couple, isn't it? There. Oh goodness! Um, yeah, Billy's come a long way since he was sitting in here with us. Yeah, you know? he has. Yeah, he's yeah. Uh, he's done a good job. Yeah, yeah, I enjoy listening to those guys. They do a pretty gosh darn good job. So, hey, I'm going to mention real quick. First hour, uh, some of our sponsors. Now, we the waterfront. Uh, pub, of course, is always a great place to go hang out by Pewaukee Lake because Tom likes their perfectly cut French fries. They're like all the same size, which really... All the same color. That's the important okay, thing. That's what gets Tom excited. Then another one, over, Park Avenue Pizza, which is right next door to me. Come on out sometime and say hello to me, and uh, perhaps I'll buy you a great knee-high. But they've got their famous corned beef dinner that's going to be coming up for St. Patrick's Day, which is tender corned beef sliced to order cabbage, baby red potatoes topped with herb or herb, herb. Oh, you're right. Herb. Herbs. Infused butter and yeah. served with freshly baked uh, Irish soda bread and Guinness stew, which is a uh, stew made with tenderloin tips and just a hint of the famous Guinness stout. So some good things to check out there at Park Avenue Pizza. Yes. Mm-hmm. Do you celebrate St. Patrick's Day? Is that a big one on the new power list? I don't celebrate it, but I, I really like corned beef. Do you? Yeah, and I like cabbage. Do you make it then? Yes, Kurt? oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, the new power house gets... Well, we, uh, we actually, I, I buy several of them, so we have you know, like one one now, and it doesn't have to be on St. Patty's Day or anything. It, it's just right around this time of year I make one, and then, and then the other one I'll make, you know, maybe a month or two down the road. So How do you make Okay. All you do is put it in a bucket of boiling water and just boil the That's heck it? out of it for like three hours. Yeah. You just boil it. That's all. You just boil it. it. Yeah, it comes with spices and that. But, uh, yeah, you just throw them in a big kettle of, with boiling water. You just throw what, it right in there. What part of the meat is that, then? Is that? It's from the breast of the cow, the brisket. Brisket? It's from the brisket, okay. which is in the breast of the cow. Right. And then you got the flat and the point. The flat is uh, thinner. It's more meaty. Yeah. Okay. And the point is the top part of it, which is more fatty. Now, if you go to Texas and you're at a brisket house, you can order uh, lean and fat. Uh, really? Give me a couple of pieces of lean and a couple pieces of fat. I bet the fat is juicier. It is. It's it's ten, more tender and it is juicier. But, yeah, there is some of the areas might have to cut a little bit away. But uh my wife she she prefers the flats because they are more tender all right i prefer i mean not the flats the points right i prefer the flats because it's more meat less fat (laughs) you like more meat yeah okay and the thing is is with briskets you gotta do it right otherwise you're gonna because it's a very tough piece of meat so like if you're making a brisket on the grill yeah it better be on there a while so you got to cook the snot out of it yeah but on the pre-cooked brisk uh uh Corned beefs that you buy, yeah. they're already pre-cooked in that. So all you have to do is throw it in the kettle with the boiling water and then boil it for like three, four hours. And then when you pull it out, what do you just cut it? Slice yeah, and then it up slice and it up, yeah, because it is super tender. And then you serve it with a bunch of red potatoes. Or cabbage or whatever cabbage, you want, really. Cabbage on there, yeah. too. Any yeah. special spices to go with no, it? No, not really. No. I mean, I there's a I I got a whole bunch of recipes for cabbage that I like to do. I've never so. had a corned beef dinner. No? No. No, well, I mean cabbage is one of those things. If you just eat plain cabbage, that's been fried or boiled, it's like, eh, you know, it's not. Eh. Isn't, 
Doesn't it give but, you gas? I've heard well, cabbage gives well, you gas. Well, some people maybe. Okay. But anyway, but the thing is... Old is guys, that, everything gives them gas. Yeah. <laughs> but if you uh, if you do certain things to it, I mean, it, it, cabbage can be very delicious. Yeah, so... And cabbage, I've given a number of recipes about it. Uh, I believe cabbage is good for your testosterone yeah. level too, Tom. I've well, heard. it's just good for you, period, yeah. And the little red potatoes. See, that's another thing. Little baby I, reds. I like the little baby reds, but my wife doesn't like the skin on them. What? She wants me to peel every... I said, well, I'm not peeling those little is, bitty that skin things. Is, there's, there's that's where all the there. nutrients are. That's right. Dad all taught yeah. me the nutrients, yeah. uh, the healthy parts in yeah. the skin. And and it's like, so I don't get it because I'm not going to sit there and peel those little red things. Yeah. Well, <laughs> my dad loved those baby red potatoes. Yeah, me too. Baby reds. Yeah. I'm going to buy the, you know what? You're going to go buy some baby I'm going to go buy some and make them. That's and if she doesn't inspired. like it, too bad. Peel it off yourself. <laughs> That's right. Peel it yourself, lady. And then I want these dishes done in 10 yeah. minutes, too, or else. <laughs> Yeah, you can, oh yeah! You can spend uh, some time on my couch if you need be. I've had two friends on. I've had two uh, or three friends on my couches over the years. <laughs> hey, uh, oh, hey, me and the wife are on you out. So mind if I, uh, you know, land on your couch for a while? Yeah. Okay. But that corned beef is really good. There's a place um, down on North Avenue. Ron took me there one time. Um, for they specialize in corned beef sandwiches, uh, Rubens. Now, okay, so that oh, I have had. Oh, they're delicious. A Reuben is yeah. super good. It is excellent. Yeah. Super good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Matter of fact, got... with the leftovers, you know, because there's always leftover right, right. corned beef, I, we're always making Reubens with that. Yeah, definitely. So is corned beef, is this is this like Irish thing, though? Why do they have it on St. Patrick's I don't know. Day? I, I really don't know. I, I know the no Irish. Clue. The Irish were big on potatoes. Yeah, oh that yeah. That much I know. Until the potato famine. Didn't they have a famine. <laughs> yeah, until then. Yeah. <laughs> but because uh, I think that was pretty much all they ate. Well, potatoes, I'm sure they potatoes, ate other things. potatoes. They, they had a lot of lamb over there. Did they? Yeah, yeah. Uh, every every country over there in Europe has got lamb. They're la- big on lamb. Yeah, goats, lambs, whatever those things. Yeah. No, I think during that potato famine, lambs were probably hard to come by. Yeah, they'd probably wipe out every lamb, every goat, every well sheep. Well, let's see, a lamb is a baby sheep, isn't it? Yeah, it's a sheep. Yeah, yeah. it's a sheep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. So, speaking of uh, of Europe, <sighs> Europe, Europe wildlife, uh, interesting. You know, wolves over in North America, we pretty much say they're pretty much benevolent. You know, they say they they, they don't bother humans, right? Yeah, they do. Now, they do. They do. But so, we hear that. There, but there, we hear there was that. A, there was a teacher who was yeah. jogging in Alaska a couple of years ago, and yeah. she got dragged down but killed by oh wolves. Oh, my God. Oh yeah, my she geez. was jogging probably with her head, headphones on. Yeah. Could kind yeah. of see where she fought fought off for a while. Mm. Yeah. That'd be but a anyway. Bad, bad way to go. The but, European ones? But the European wolves, uh, Eurasian wolves, would you call them? Yeah. The ones in Russia, Poland. Uh, they got... They got a pretty bad history over there. So the old uh, reputation of the big bad wolf, mm-hmm. it, it, it was pretty well deserved. Yeah. And uh, yeah. in fact, because uh, they did actually uh, terrorize some towns and villages. The old mm-hmm. pictures of the uh, paintings of somebody with a sleigh racing with horses terrorized and wolves jumping, chasing them. That there, There's some fact mm-hmm. in that. In fact, uh, during World War One, I, I read that... Uh, I, I suppose the wolves were used to eating a lot of dead bodies, but 
once those dried up, they actually uh, circled. I think it was in Poland. They actually, in the middle of winter, uh, first the dogs started disappearing, and then the wolves encroached closer and closer. And finally, uh, the people were, you know, huddled in their small little flimsy flimsy huts and mm. or whatever, and the wolves were trying to bust through, and it finally took uh, some military people coming on in, flying over where they looked down and saw in the snow all these wolves roaming amongst the, mm-hmm. the little shacks and stuff, and it took the military to come on in and try and rescue the people. Wow, wow. you think that's where those old legends of the werewolves came from? Uh, well, I mean, I know it's from Europe, but I mean, I'm just wondering, because of the big bad wolves that that the werewolf came about because of that? Remember those old Lon yeah, Chaney movies? Yeah, with the yeah. Werewolf, <laughs> the the Wolfman. Well, we do have some. We do have similar werewolf legends here in North America. The Dogman, Dogman in Wisconsin. You yeah, know, in Wisconsin. Uh, yeah, kind of a werewolf, werewolf kind of a creature or mm-hmm. clone. And I saw a guy in a TV show. He swore to God he saw one. So. Yeah, we got another quick email before we go to break, all right? Okay. Oh, the place on North Avenue is called McBob's. That's where Ron took me, McBob's. Went to McBob's? McBob's, yeah. Very good, excellent place, yeah. Ec- excellent food. So, anyway, well, we got to go to a break, but you know what's coming up next? The Hornschwaggle. Got your questions ready? I've got a tractor to sell you, Mr. Douglas. It's oh, a real good deal. Speaking of that. Okay, on this one TV station I was watching, when they go to commercials, I'm not watching. I'm doing something else, okay? And so the one station, they do all these clips of old movies real fast. Yeah, yeah, sayings. yeah, yeah, yeah. One of them, there was a guy saying, don't hornswoggle me. I swear to God. And I looked up <laughs> quick to see who it was or what, and I didn't get it. I didn't know who. No, but I actually have... heard it. We could have used it as a clip for our show. And then I'm thinking this week, and I never remembered it when I was home. Like, I'm remembering it now. I was going to go on the Internet and go on a Yahoo search yeah. for any any movie or TV show that used the word hornswoggle. Well, now you so, got your you got your assigned homework. I got my homework. There. That's uh, right. So 799-1250 if you want to yep. be a lucky contestant. If you've won within the last month or so, try and give somebody else a chance to win. Yep. If you competed, tried, and didn't win in the last couple of weeks. That's okay. We yeah. had a couple that didn't win. Yeah, I don't we've think had a couple. Was it, was it Ralph? Last week. Ralph? Last week. Was it Ralph? Who was it? Was the last one on the list there in the top right? Uh, yeah, who called Yeah, me? it was Ralph. Yeah, Ralph, Ralph, give us a call. Yeah. We want to give you another chance. <laughs> also, I think Kevin. Yeah, it's Kevin. 799-1250. 799-1250. We'll be right back, folks. Welcome back to the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. We've got our world-famous, long-awaited, with breathless anticipation, nationwide, the Hornswoggle segment, where lucky winners, what can they win, Tom? Well, they can win a $10 gift certificate to Carl's Country Market over there in Menominee Falls on the corner of uh, Silver Spring and Pilgrim Road. 
They have everything in meats and more, much, much more. They got you should you you've been in there. You've seen all those awards for sausages. Ooh, there's, there's more trophies they, in there. Man, they've won a lot of awards. They really have. But that's a place where you want to at least stop in and check it out. You know, you really yeah. should to get a ten dollars certificate. Yeah. And who's our soon to be lucky contestant, Sam? Gene in Oconomowoc. Gene in Oconomowoc. Good morning, Gene. Good, good morning. Okay, so you know how this works. Yes, I do. I'll make the statement. And so here we go. The topic for today is polar bears. Polar bears. Okay. The Milwaukee Zoo. The Milwaukee Zoo once had a female polar bear named Sultana. It was uh, captured as a cub in Greenland, and it lived to be 34 years, 8 months, and 1 day old. Hornswoggle or no hornswoggle? No hornswoggle? No hornswoggle. All right. I didn't know that. You're going to stick around, Tom. You'll I didn't really lots, care buddy. either. Okay, well, <laughs> maybe, you'll care ab- maybe you'll care about this. All right. Let's <laughs> uh, polar bears are considered, the Eskimos kind of considered them kind of good to eat. Yeah. However, polar bear liver is poisonous and could kill you. Uh, I'm going to go with. Hornschwaggle. No Hornschwaggle. No Hornschwaggle. Yeah, yeah, I guess uh, I think it's because it's got way too much vitamin A or something yep, like. Vitamin A. It's like an yep. overdose and yep. can kill you. Okay, so you're, okay. this is it. Here we this go. This is it. This nope. is for all the marbles. No pressure. No pressure at all. Take a deep breath. Have a I'm sip. Ready. Okay, okay, you're ready. The uh, polar bear uh, has few enemies, but it does have one enemy, orca, the killer whale. Can take a polar bear, swimming polar bear in that Arctic, hornswoggle or no hornswoggle? No hornswoggle. No hornswoggle. Very good. All right. Woo. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Sure for a second, Gene, but you got it by God. So anyway, uh, we'll put you on hold. Sam will get your address, and I'll get that certificate mailed out to you. Thank you. All, All right. right. Take Con- care. Congratulations, Gene. Yeah, that. Uh... Those orcas, orcas, they're pretty big, bad, and mean. You know, they're, they're, the, they're the same ones that are yeah. are in, like, SeaWorld, yeah. and everybody thinks, yeah. oh. But then, remember, they, the one dragged the, drowned the girl a couple yeah. of years back, yeah. dragged her on down. Yeah. So they're all friendly, cute, and friendly. When they're behind the glass. Till they get an attitude. <laughs> yeah. And they seem to be highly intelligent, too. Yeah. They're, they're, uh, and they, when they swim in... Do you ever see them when they're, uh, they show these uh, outdoor shows where when the seals... Are up and they're ch- the orcas are chasing them up on shore even right and some of the orcas get trapped and they got to flap their way back into the water I mean because they're these seals are flying out of the water and oh my goodness amazing just amazing that see that's another reason why I don't go swimming in the ocean <laughs> oh I don't know if I told you this my uh, we were talking one day about flying to Hawaii. And I told my daughter-in-law, I says, there's no way I'm going to fly to... First of all, I don't want to get on an airplane ever again. And I said, and second of all, if I did, it would not be going over water. And she said, well, why not? And I said, well, okay, I look at it this way. If something happens to the plane, right, and we crash on land, we all die instantaneously. It's all over. Okay, Quick and easy. Quick and easy. Now, if something happens to the plane while we're over the ocean somewhere and we land, we might be alive. And I don't want to be eaten by sharks. I don't. I don't want that you know, to happen. There's some, <laughs> there are some unbelievable stories uh, of during World War II. Oh, when, unbelievable ones! When yes. some of our uh, 
when some of our ships went down and mm-hmm. had all these guys in the South Pacific there yep. holding on to rafts, wearing life jackets, and throughout the night, uh, sharks would be tearing yep. some of them, some of them free. So there you'd be, you know, with a couple of guys holding on in the water, and uh, all of a sudden one guy start get across the raft from you, starts getting tore down. I guess That's... probably there were too many people on top of the raft, oh, yeah. so they didn't have room. So the rest of the guys were just holding on the sides, and you're just. Sitting there with your legs dangling, wondering whether you're going to be next. Yeah, that that, that oh, how that how would, frightening and terrifying that, that would be. That would not be a good thing. No. Hey, we got some emails. Oh wow, Ralph, people are waking up. Ralph is sending us something. Uh, it said uh, Hornswoggle's most memorable moments. WWE top ten Hornswoggle memorable moments. Oh. Uh, it's something on YouTube. Uh, I'll, uh, okay, I'm going to wait with this one because I, I'm going to have to do this between a, at a commercial okay, break to you, check it out. You do that. Tom. But then we got another one here. Uh, wait a minute. This one. This one is from Ken. The headline is fizzing. Tom, any ideas on when to fizz fish that are caught in deep water? If you release the fish within a minute or two, will they survive on their own? How deep a water is considered deep enough to consider fizzing? Thanks. Well, I I have heard of that. Have you heard of that, Danny? Fizzing? Fizzing. Isn't that when they put the needle in and try yeah. to get to the air bladder? And yeah. The, uh... They do that up on the on uh, Green Bay. I mean, no, no, not Green Bay. Excuse me. Uh, uh, green Lake. Big Green Lake. They do it there because that lake is like 230, 40 feet deep. They catch these lake trout out of deep water, and when they come up, their air bladders are actually sometimes even bulging out of their mouth sometimes. You know, it's really a weird thing, but there's a technique for fizzing. I really don't know what it is, Ken. I mean, I've never done it, so I know there's something. I've read about it, but uh, maybe somebody can call. Yeah, it was and... kind of a fad, but then it fizzled yeah, out. Yeah, ha, 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 ha. Maybe somebody can give us a call at 799-1250 and give us the 411 on fizzing, if you've ever done fizzing before. So we'll see. But anyway. but uh, Question on fizzing. Yeah, we got a few more minutes. Uh, no, I think we only have about a minute until we got to oh, come to the top of the hour all break. These emails. I know, but I'm going to check this other one out when we're uh, listening to our, it's not an update anymore, but. Whatever. Yeah. I'll check it out. Are we at the top of the hour? Yeah, just it's about. 7 o'clock? Gonna... Almost, Almost already? We, per... we got a couple minutes of ad- advertisements right before 7 oh, yeah. o'clock. Pert near Cause, almost. Yeah, because we don't do that top of the hour update anymore. No. We don't do that. Been... But as a matter of fact, we should ask uh, Sam if the Bucks won last night. No, no, I take it back. They did lose. They lost Every, one. Everybody one, knows that. One thir- I just found one hundred and one or something. No, like one thirteen, one hundred and three. They lost something like that. Like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I woke just up heard for that. The last, this I fell asleep on the couch and woke Did up you? for the last twenty seconds. Oh, you didn't need. I to only see saw that, twenty then. seconds of the game with yeah. Giannis disgustedly sitting on the sidelines yeah. and then walking on out. Yeah. Well, that's all right. Let let those guys have their little glory moment now. We'll get them later. All right. Uh, are we ready to go to break? Not yet. Oh yeah, I think so. Sorry, I thought you were saying. I thought you were going to ask if we had any callers. <laughs> no, no, no. See, anticipate trying to anticipate me, huh? All right, we're going to go to a quick break, folks. Stay tuned. He's Dan Bush. I'm Tom Newbauer. We are on two radio stations: Sports Radio 1250 AM and 105.7 FM. The Fan. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi, and every river, lake, and field in between, let's talk everything outdoors. Avoid! 
Crazy Trains. Welcome to the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors. Only on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Well, last week we promised you, and it is happening. Our Boulder Junction Connection is in the studio today. Dennis Royce, good morning, Dennis. Good morning, guys. How are you doing this morning? Good. We come to you live every Saturday morning from 6 to 8 a.m. If you want to join in the show, give us a call at 799-1250 or email us live at ceoguys at yahoo.com. So, Dennis... You're at the sports show. We're at the sports show this year, and we're down in the 600 aisle, so we got to make sure people yeah. know where we're at. And you said you had a number of people mentioning our show and you everything already. You had all kinds of guests up there today, yesterday, yeah. and talking about the show and talking about you and and, and Dan, and and uh, we get a lot of activity and a lot of people coming into town as well that mm-hmm. talk about uh, the show and, of course, mm-hmm. talk about what they hear on this show. Yeah, the horn swaggling and everything. So. <laughs> the they learned a lot about everything. They learned not to eat a polar bear liver yes, today, right. which is a crucial tip. Don't eat a polar bear liver. Yeah. Uh, now you've got a uh, two big prizes you're going to give away, but you're doing it differently this year than in years past. Yes, what we're doing this year, to be fair to all your listeners, because what's happened in the past, you get one or two that come there in a hurry, and they do they do what we said they were going to do in the contest. They get there first. But uh, we get a lot of listeners all day long, and it's we thought we'd be a better condition or better, uh, more fair for the their listeners to have everybody come during the day. We'll put all the names, addresses, and telephone numbers in a hat, and then draw at the end of the day. We'll draw a winning num- a winning name for the prize packages that we'll have for your listeners. And then the following week, you'll call us and tell us who won. Call you ahead of time yeah. or call you during, on, yeah, during you the show? you can call us during the show I'll and tell us. I'll call you yeah. during the show, then give yeah. you the winner's list of names. We'll contact yeah. them yeah. and make arrangements to get the packages to them or a, a way to get them yeah. uh, in touch with our chamber so they can get the packages. Now, what are the big two packages that I'm you're gonna, giving I away? I brought my, my punch list longer so I wouldn't forget. <laughs> okay. We have uh, a, and this is a two-night stay now, and these are all very nice resorts white birch village we have uh another stay at the boulder bear motor lodge so we got two complete packages they include uh half day guiding service with irv keller and uh, last resort guiding service so they'll have fishing for a half a day and if they want to go the whole day they can make arrangements with the guide to do something mm-hmm. we have uh meals uh at the granary restaurant headwaters restaurant for dinner and and cash off on some dinners, and we have Janie's Ramit Dammit's uh, fishing lures and accessories. We have Jack's Jigs, who is a, a listener mm-hmm. of your show. Uh, uh, Boulder Junction Chamber uh, people lures have put some ladies uh, uh, items in the bag in the package, and we have things from the fire department. And let me see here; I got to check my list. I think I got everything covered. So basically, but it's a two night stay, two night stay with, with fishing and dinners, with all kinds of amenities, oh, and so a bunch that's of other, other things. It's a fantastic prize, and the people that have come up have really enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah, oh yeah, and they've called us and told us. Yeah, sure, and we yeah. see them, and now some of them are starting to come. and We see them more. They they yeah. they found out that they like coming up there, yeah. and we've seen them more than once. So. Well, it's a beautiful area. Yes, it is. Very. It is. Someday I'm gonna get the two of you guys up yeah, there. Yeah, well, I was just talking to my wife about that. 
Like, I, that was it, honest that, God, just actually, this week. It actually could become a reality. Yeah. I, that would be wonderful. I told her, uh, I, I asked her if she wanted to go. She says, what do I want to go for? What am I going to do up there? I said, what do you mean? I, she says, well, you're probably going to want to go fishing. I says, no. I said, if you go along, I said, I will not go fishing. I what? said, we'll hang out with Dennis and his wife, Chris. Uh, we'll we'll just, you know, just hang out and do whatever, well, you know. And she said, I don't, I can do that right here. And I said, you know, Dennis and his wife are very nice people. <laughs> and she said, so she don't want to go. And I said, well, I'm just letting you know now, honey, I'm going to be going up for a couple of days. So just letting you know ahead of time. Okay. So, so we'll plan that this summer. So you did that brilliantly. Yeah. Invited you, her you first. acted like you were trying to talk her into it. Yep. She adamantly refused. Mm-hmm. And now she can't complain when you go up for a couple of days. That's right. Because I oh, asked her to come along. brilliant strategy. You must have known yeah. from the beginning that she'd say no. Oh, I knew from the beginning she'd say no. Right. I knew that, yeah. Right. You know, why is it some women are kind of like homebodies? There's, my wife is one of those. She, my, she don't like going anywhere. No, your wife doesn't drive. My, my no. mom didn't drive until she started, uh, got married to my dad, and he forced, he forced her to learn how mm-hmm. to drive. He took her out. He taught her. He said, you got to learn how to drive at a young age. And she was in her little 20s and crying, of course, but mm-hmm. taught her how to drive. But she was such a homebody that uh, the first house they had, when they moved when I was like four years old, she cried all the way from Marinette to Green Bay, saying, we'll never have a home or neighborhood like this. Then we moved in in Green Bay in whatever, 63. Do you think she'd move out when Dad retired and wanted to move up and go to the con- go north or go to yeah. the country? No. no. Stayed in that house. Homebody. Never wanted to go anywhere. Yeah, I uh my wife I actually had the same deal with my wife. I uh she was in I don't know, she was in her thirties and I wanted her to get a driver's license and I said, I'll make you a deal. You get a driver's license, I'll get a vasectomy. So oh. she went to the drive I was dead serious about this. You can ask her, I had dead serious. And so uh she went to one of the first I tried training teaching her to drive. That does not work. Husbands should not te- try to teach wives. That Tears doesn't work. Tears and yelling. Oh and my God! Yes. Yeah. Exactly. So she went to a driving school. She went and got her did her test at the DMV, passed it, got a driver's license, and she says, "Okay, now it's time for you to call." And I said, well, "Wait a minute, wait." You know, to get a vasectomy. I said, "Wait a minute, wait a minute." I never said when. So- <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, that was the last time she ever drove. When she got her license, she did her test, got a license. But she's good that she's not driving. Really, it is. It's good for all of us in southeastern Wisconsin well, that she's not driving. So you she, made her yeah, get the license, and yeah. you and, and you didn't follow through and have her keep well, doing no, it. No, I didn't. Be, why no, not? I, no, 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 no. As far as driving, no, she didn't want to drive. I don't know. Yeah, maybe but, she was mad at me because I didn't get the vasectomy. Well, you but I never followed through. But I didn't tell her when. Oh come on! I don't want. I don't want. No, no, no. I don't want nobody fooling around with stuff down there. Uh-uh. <laughs> uh-uh. No thanks. <laughs> so anyway, uh, Dennis, chicken dog. How do we get off on that? Anyway. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, tell us more about Boulder Junction. Now well, your ice, your your snow must be melting. Yeah, our snow is starting to melt. And yeah. and like when I like I tell you on the radio when we call in here on a Saturday, that's that current time. And when people want to come up, they have to call ahead if they're going to come up, especially this time of year. Snowmobiling now is at the end of the season. Right. And we had three or four inches of snow yesterday, and you could probably have some snowmobiling this weekend. But after this weekend, 
it'll i'm sure with the warm weather coming it's yeah. going to start going downhill fast yeah because we're supposed next week it's supposed to be in the mid 40s down here all week again you know like it was this last week so and on my trip down here i heard you talk about the water and the ice fishing being yeah. done, and we're still ice fishing oh yeah but yeah. not for long because we have 18 to 20 inches of stuff and i say stuff when you drill through it's crystallized ice it's frozen snow it's a little bit of everything mm. there's about nine or ten inches of good hard packed right. ice and that's all there is so once mm-hmm. it starts going it'll go quick yeah and yeah. we lost uh, at least four major tournaments up here this year uh, in our area, Tomahawk and Manaqua and and oh, Boulder the Junction, ice fishing ones because the yeah. ice conditions were not safe enough to let people go out oh. and 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 some of them would get stuck because there was so much snow. Yeah, and then you got to try and help them get off the lake. It was just too much work. Oh, yeah, way too much work. So there's a lot of activities on the lakes this year that we could not follow through on because of the snow conditions and not safe ice, and we right. don't want to get somebody. somebody now hurt. every year. In Boulder Junction, you have Boulder Days. Is that what it's called? Must the Musky Days? Musky Days. Musky Days in Boulder Junction is the second yeah. Sunday and and in August. Uh, we have activities three days. We have fish fries on Friday. We have a street dance on Friday night. Fish fries on Saturday, and then Sunday the entire town is shut down, and we have the entire town involved with activities and merchants and. What did you say? Martians? Merchants. Oh, merchants. merchants. I thought you said Martians. Martians, <laughs> Martians too. We have a few of those. And it's a it's a three day activity yeah, and yeah. of course street street dancing and, and parties and of course weather's a major factor and last year we had excellent mm-hmm. weather. Danny would be good for that, that street dancing stuff. Oh, we, that draws a couple thousand people. Really? That night, yes. What kind of dance? Uh, uh, bands, local band, bands and local stuff. Local bands will oh. have a local Polka, one, polkas? One, no, no polkas. No, no polkas? No polkas. I'm working on that, too. I we do have one down. night during the week where we have a polka band during oh, yeah. the summertime. Yeah, but... That's one of the slower nights. Yes. <laughs> the older people come on out yeah, and enjoy yeah, that. Yeah, you go yeah, the that's their one coming night. out there. That's yep. their one night. Bring the lawn chair and get the old polka. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. By that's golly, funny. they look forward to it. Yeah. So uh, anything... Uh, Interesting at the sports show this year, the besides show, you guys being there. Well, we're being there, of course. And, I, and like I say, when you come to our booth, I just don't want when well, we'll talk about it one more time before you we end here, but I got hooked in Boulder Junction. So that's the theme. And I got hooked in Boulder Junction, what's got to be said, at the booth when you come there. Oh, to get your to name. To get the prize. To get your name I want to make there. sure they're listening to your show. Right. So. I, I got, got hooked in I, Boulder Junction. Well, if they're not listening to their show this morning, they're not going to get it. So. It should be a song. There she, yeah, it should well, be a song. I, I just got hooked that. in Boulder Junction. Yeah, it should be a country western song. We had everybody working F- on it the last yeah. couple of days coming up with a theme. Yeah, a guy so. could lose his truck, lose his dog, lose his wife, but he got hooked in, in Boulder, Boulder Junction. junction see? <laughs> and we thought what it- rhymes with junction? I don't know. Come up with something. You got us. no function in Boulder, in Boulder Junction. I drank too and much I last night her. in Boulder Junction. Now I got no function. Capunction. <laughs> we used hooked and we added some, ad- or some uh, additional uh-huh. letters to it. And we come up with some other items, but yeah. we figured that wouldn't be good for the air. So. No, no, no. no, no. no Our uh, listeners have pretty much some short-term memory disabilities, long-term <laughs> yes. memory disabilities. They're, right. all, they're all old yeah. like us, and they've had concussions like Tom over here. And, yeah, we got to keep it as simple uh, as possible. Right now, they're yeah. writing cheat notes on their hand. Yes, they are. Yes. Yeah. So. I bring mine along here. I wrote them down on a piece of paper. I though, got so. I got my uh, oh, something in Boulder Junction. I got booked in Boulder Junction. Junction. Yeah. 
What was it again? I forgot already. I, okay. I got hooked in Boulder. I got hooked. Fishing. I, this, it, I got booked. <laughs> this is a fishing show how now. Many, so. How many jail cells, jail cells do they have in Boulder Junction? Not enough if you guys all come up there. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> not enough. Oh, geez. I bet you they only have like two. No, they have a few. They have yeah, more than they two. They got more than two. Yeah, Bylas County has a pretty good jail system. Oh, so. they do. Oh, it's not like that. Mayberry two cells with yes. one set of keys. Yeah, hanging one there. set of keys, yeah. and they don't know who has yeah, the keys. Yeah, right? yeah. normally yeah. Otis. Yeah, probably lets Otis himself does. in, lets himself oh, out. Goodness. Yeah, uh, you know we William. got this. We got this email, and and it says uh, Hornswoggle's most memorable moan moments WWE top ten. And it's uh, a bunch of small guys wrestling. Uh, maybe that was maybe that was the segment. That was that called. their name or something? I don't know. You're the, thinking about it too much. Orange You're thinking about it too much, Tom. Well, anyway, if uh, who was who sent this? It's, it's, it's just if Ralph would just let me know why, why did he send this? No, he just googled Hornswoggle and this is what it. popped up. No, and he's I don't forwarding know. it. Nobody knows. It's maybe know. a segment that they called. I don't know. Uh, it might they have called Hornswoggle. Well, I'll tell you what. This segment is called commercials. We, uh, we got to do well, a couple of them. Somebody's got to pay for this, right? Yeah, we got to do a couple of commercials, folks. So stay tuned. You're gonna li- you're listening to the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. If you want to give us a call at seven nine nine twelve fifty, feel free. Sam will be a- happy to answer the phone. We'll be right back. We knew you'd be there waiting for us to come back. <laughs> Mr. Ozzy Osbourne. He does our theme song, as a matter of fact. You know what? There's a part in the theme song, Crazy Train, where he sings uh, going off the rails on the crazy train. We should have a cut of that whenever Danny goes off the rails, and then you can play that. <laughs> going off the rails again. Yeah. Anyway, so Dennis, you're down there at the sports show. You're in the 600 Aisle. The end of the aisle next to uh, M&W Marine. Oh, okay. So it's easy to find us. End of the aisle, and uh, you're talking about, well, about Boulder Junction down there. Boulder Junction, we're talking if our chamber is down there, uh, White Birds Village, who is one of the sponsors Mm -hmm. of the the prize package, is right across from us. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you want to talk to them when they're down there, you can certainly talk to them. but we're we're down there just telling people where we are, what we do, and a little yeah. bit about the fishing, and they're talking about mm-hmm. cabins. And a lot of your listeners yeah. call as well, and, yeah. and we see them when they come yeah. to the booth, I mean. What's and the name? Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, they like to know what's going on up north, and a lot of them have cabins. They want to know what the snow conditions are, ice mm-hmm. fishing. And I'm listening to your show. In fact, I actually get your show up there once in a while. If I, the weather I, is right, if the weather is, yeah. if the cloud conditions are right, yeah. I actually can. You gotta be kidding me! I, I tune you guys I in. I believe it. Yeah, it does. It, it, it comes and goes. It bounces off the, yeah. the signal, yeah. hits the clouds, and bounces, bounces down. It bounces keeps doing that. Yeah, like a slinky. Yeah, you have to ask That's the producer. He what? probably knows better yeah. how that all works. You know, we got to boost what? our signal here. Yeah. Well, I know you can listen to us anytime, anywhere on the oh, radio.com app. Oh yeah, online we can. When we do that. Yeah. But when I'm in the car, I don't have all that with me, and yeah. I turn and I twelve twelve fifty, and it comes in, and it wow. works. It works Yay. fine. I know the furthest north I've ever heard it was Hazelhurst. Hazelhurst. 
That's the furthest north I heard it. Well, that's, so. And that's not that far south of us. That's maybe 30 miles yeah, south of Boulder Junction. That's way yeah. further north. I always get it up to Oshkosh, yeah. and then I get halfway through Oshkosh and lose it. Yeah, yeah. Right about before I get to my brother Tim's right, house. Right, right. Yeah. Um, so uh, let me ask you, Dennis, when, when, the, when the ice finally clears out and you're going fishing, what, what's the first fish you go after? We, I listened to you guys coming in here this morning, and obviously my favorite fish to fish for is is uh, walleyes. Yeah. And in the spring of the year, crappies are very good for fishing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the water's starting to warm up before the walleye season opens, before game fish starts. Yeah. Uh, crappie fishing is, is uh, a lot of fun, and you need six or seven or eight decent crappies for a meal, and oh. you've got yourself a dandy meal. Oh, you be- as a matter and- of fact, that's what we're going to have next weekend. My, my son, Nick, uh, we were going to have it today, but... Just the way things turned out, we're going to have it next Saturday. He said, yeah, I'm just going to open up. I got one bag of crappies left, he says, and and we're going to open that up and make that. And I said, hey, I said, I got a bag of crappies, too. Why don't we pool them together? And, you know, so that's what we're going to do. Well, that's, <laughs> and that's, that's a great meal. And, it is. It's and wonderful. it's fun going out in that time of the year. Like you were talking earlier in the show about the blue water coming. I mean, where everybody's looking forward to that. Oh, yeah. And we, like I say, we still have some ice fishing. It won't be last, it won't last much longer. Right. But right. it's still safe to get out there and, yeah. and people can get out. You got to be cautious all on any lake. Now, a question was brought up. You might know the answer. Um, no, well, of course, yeah, no, I take it back. We do know the answer. You know they're doing the bass catch and release now year round. Yes. So normally bass catch and keep up by you is the what, third third weekend of June. Uh, June. So up until that time, it'll be catch and release. Yes. Right? and So that'll be fine. On largemouth only. Well, on all bass. On but, all of them, smallmouth and largemouth. Yeah, you don't yeah. really know what you're going to catch. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you can target them. Yeah. You can now, target. do you have good smallmouth lakes up by you? Excellent. Yeah. We haven't uh, in the in the last I'm going to say eight ten years, there hasn't been a lot of people that would catch bass and keep them. They catch they, they catch and release. Them. Yeah, and and uh, and there's nothing wrong with with keeping a bass if you want something. No, to eat. it's they're, not. They're excellent uh, food. I or, think so. uh, Fillets off of them, but uh, the catch and release has been so big that we almost have too many bass in some of our lakes. Well, that's what I've heard in northern Wisconsin. There's like literally too many. Too and that's, and some of the lakes like uh, Hayward, uh, uh, Chippewa Flowage, they want you to keep all those bass. Yes. Oh yeah, take them, take them. No size limit. Take whatever you can. You know. I mean, yeah, they want you to take a bunch out of there. There's just too many of them. And and you know it's funny with the smallmouth. I I don't want to eat smallmouth. But I like eating largemouth. And our our old friend John Lehman, he he and I argued about whether or not largemouth were good eating. <laughs> and I said, "Yeah, they're fine." And no, they're not. He'd say, and but I think they are. I, I ate one one time out of Browns Lake yeah. when I I lived in uh, Kenosha at the time, and mm-hmm. I went to Browns Lake pike fishing, and I caught a sixteen inch bass, which mm-hmm. was legal, at least I thought it was back then. And uh, I flayed it and just fried it up in a Frying pan, and mm-hmm. I thought it was great. Yeah, they, they taste fine. Yeah, and I've had fine. some Bay of Green Bay smallmouth because mm-hmm. uh, on our trip up there, we lucked into a few walleyes here and there. So then we had to fill out the, to just, and I had caught a pike. So just to fill out and have enough food for our fish fry, uh, kept a couple of the smaller smallies, mm-hmm. and they were great. Yeah, that's what I've heard. I've never eat, eaten a smallie from up there, that, at least not that I know of. I don't remember. Tell you what, out of that cold so, water, it was all fantastic. Yeah, why the not? The pike, the walleye, mm-hmm. the smallies. Mm-hmm. 
We yeah. have we have some lakes, Dan, that are the clear water lakes with the smallmouth bass in them. Right. And you get the 16, 17-inch smallmouth bass, and you flay those fish out. The, my son loves them. He, he flays yeah. them, and he butterflies the fillets. And uh, he he enjoys it tremendously, and smallmouth bass are fun to catch. Oh, definitely. And and uh, you people that come up there fishing now, and and walleyes are are our population is depleting a little bit, and we got to get that back up. We got to start doing something for yeah, that. Yeah, you know, over at um, uh, what's the name of the lake? Not uh, oh, down here. Manaqua. Oh, Manaqua. Manaqua, Tomahawk, Wagasaga, yes. that chain. No walleye fishing again this Catch year. Catch and release only. And yep. they're going to extend it yep. now another year because they are, the population yep. is coming back and they want the fish to get a little larger yeah. before they start opening it up. Yeah. And uh, you've you've got to start doing that with the walleyes because yeah. they do get a lot of pressure. They do, and yeah. people And people like to go walleye fishing. Yeah. That's great. But you've got to start and, keeping... The 16 to 18 inch walleyes and let the larger ones right, reproduce. Right, exactly. So. Well, we went, uh, I was up Labor Day weekend. I don't know if you heard about that with uh, two of my sons. And uh, we were fishing some of the smaller lakes that are around Manaqua area. I don't want to mention the exact name. Oh, Mr. Be there he is, Mr. Lake X again. Yeah. And uh, I, you, you know what a drop shot rig is, right? Yes, I do. fishing. Well, Danny mentioned it to me that guys were doing a live bait drop shot on Pewaukee for the walleyes. And I said, well, what a terrific idea. It was our listener. It was Nick. Told or, me. yeah, okay, Nick told you, but credit. you told us on, on the yeah, radio. Yeah. So when I went up there, I did the drop shot technique with live bait for walleyes. That was fantastic. Even though I had the drop shot hook instead of like that, I had it upside down. Oh, did you really? Yeah, <laughs> yeah but it didn't matter. I mean, what a great method for catching walleyes, the, the drop shot live bait. Yeah, it was, we, worked awesome. Was, we try that. It, try it, with Jigs and minnows work a lot. That's yeah. the, big, the most popular bait. Mm-hmm. But drop shots work. Uh, yeah. Uh, plastics now are working good, uh, and uh, and jigging lures. Well, down here, uh, John Gillespie on his show, he uses a lot of plastic. I think that's all he ever uses for the walleyes are plastics. He does a lot of that's plastic. That's all he, he uses those uh what are those called again by Kalins? Uh, the jerk minnow. He yeah. uses the jerk minnow by Kalins of four inches or five inches. Yeah, and he does extremely well on them. Yeah, he does good. So I'm looking forward to that, doing that this year too. Well, last couple of years I have been using those jerk minnows. And matter of fact, one time I wasn't, you know, the, the bass weren't, I could see bass, but they weren't hitting the regular wacky worm, whether it be the Senkos or the Chompers, you know, whatever. So I took one of those jerk minnows. And I hooked that on wacky style, and I caught a few bass. <laughs> also, bass love it; they'll hack yeah, it. Yeah, why not? Yeah, it looks like a darn minnow in the water. You got a question on the air from a caller? Yeah, I do. It. Jim yeah. from the east side. Okay, Jim from the east side. Well, we'll relay to you, Dennis. Have to relay. Yeah, I'll relay. Oh, yeah, Jim, what's up? Good morning, boys. Hey, enjoy the show. Long time listener. Well, thank right. you. Cool. I don't hunt or fish, but I want to get back into fishing. So. Uh, I took a tip from Tommy Newbauer earlier, about the last six months. I'm going to get a free fishing license because I hadn't had one in a long time. There you go. Oh, there you go. See, All anything right. that's free. <laughs> I'm on yeah, top of it. Or anything that's cheap. <laughs> Tom's on it. I'm on it. I'm not quite there, but I, I like free, too. But yeah. I just I just enjoy you guys. Say, do you guys know any good guides that I could hire to go help me out getting started? Oh, just, summer, just learning how to fish, you mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, I fished before, but a long time ago. Yeah, no, it was uh, just a joke. I want to hire you two guys. 
Yeah. Well, uh, well, do you have a boat? Well, no, I don't. No, I don't. okay. Top. Well, I'll tell you what. You go I to got money though. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you know where. Well, I don't have a boat. Uh, you know where, and Bushy's got a boat if you want to go musky fishing. Tom's retired. But, Tom's retired from the guiding right, now. Yeah, right. but okay, I, well, I could we'll figure something out. I could still take somebody out if they had a boat and, actually, and not call it guiding. Actually, I, I have branched out where I started yeah. doing a little more than the musky guiding. Yeah, that's right. I started doing yeah. some pan fishing out there. So, oh yeah, I just want to go out and have a good time, and you two guys would be the best. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. Well, sure. I was gonna okay. say, if not bushy, then uh, what I'd recommend. You know where Smokey's Musky Shop is, right? Uh, well, I can find it. Yeah, I right. can find it. Well, yeah. oh, look, okay. If you find Curly's Waterfront Pub, it's Kitty Corner from Curly's Waterfront Pub. And uh, what you do is you stop at Smokey's. They got a whole list of business cards of oh, guys okay. who guide. Now, okay. don't 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 even look at the musky ones, but they got other guides there. Oh, no, no, I'd, I'd like things. to get your musky someday. Just yeah, there you go. Well, Bush, will get you a musky. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. He'll okay, get you well, one. Hey, one more thing. One yeah. more thing. I think the sports show is going on right now. Yes, it I'm is. Mistaken. Yep. Okay. Well, I was looking online the other day on my local newspaper because I'm still a subscriber, but. Uh, they had a photo collage of, from 1940 to, like, I think 2,000-something of photos from the sports show. Oh, right? that had to be show. classic. Yeah. So one of the pictures was Tommy the True Neubauer and Bob Dole at the Trump Pond. Oh, yeah. You saw that? Yep. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'll tell you. Oh, man. I'll tell you. Yeah, I forget what year that was, but it was when Bob Dole was running for president. Yeah. So he was. He was. Maybe. Yeah, and he was going around to all these places getting for photo opportunities and. Posed for a holding picture with you. Yeah, we. Uh, they wanted somebody to fish with him at the trout pond. This was downtown. Didn't they frisk you first? And, and now, well, of first, stuff? well, first of Secret all, service. Yeah, first of all, they wanted a so-called, and I'm doing air quotes now, a so-called local fishing celebrity. So I don't know why they asked me, oh. but they did. So anyway, and then the Secret Service, I'm telling you, when they frisk you, they frisk you, and they and frisk you? they touch me in parts my wife don't even touch me in parts. And <laughs> you look like you well, were sporting a porn stash there. Well, Tommy, yeah, you know? yeah, you yeah. did kind of look the like porn the stash. 80s. Yeah, Tom was an '80s porn star looking guy back then. <laughs> but he yeah, really he was. Yeah. He often got mistaken but, for Ron yeah, Jeremy. Yeah, right. Anyway, so. Uh, they they frisk you right, and they want to make sure. And then they tell you what you can and cannot do. And they say make sure you uh, shake Senator Dole's left hand, not his right hand, because that was hurting the war. That was all mangled right, right. up. And he said, uh, and then uh, these guys, they all have those like Uzi guns, and they're they're really loaded. You know, they got a lot of oh, guns yeah, on. They them. don't carry empties. So then, now this is the funny part. Uh, Senator Dole was kind of humorous because we were by the trout pond. We each were holding one of those stupid little rods. And uh, we were there for a couple of minutes. There's photographers taking pictures, and the trout weren't biting. And I said to the senator, I said, well, senator, I says, it doesn't look like these trout are going to bite today. He looks at me and says, hmm, must be Democrats. (laughs) (laughs) God, that guy was, that was funny. So, and that was about it. You know, when I saw that picture this week, I had to call in. I, I listen. I don't really call in, but I, I enjoy your show, even though I, you know, I'm not really like a hunter or fisherman type. But uh, you know, I want to get back into yeah. fishing. Yeah. Well, uh, you'd be surprised. You guys, you guys crack me yeah, up. You'd be surprised how many people are not hunters or fishermen that listen to this show. You'd be oh, surprised. I yeah. I a lot of good information. Yeah. So okay. Well, thanks All right. for taking my call. Appreciate it. Thanks All for right. calling. Thanks for yeah, listening. Yeah. Take care. Bye now. And with that, we got to go to a break. Just a few minutes, we'll be back with Dennis. 
Royce, our Boulder Junction connection. He's live in the studio today. And uh, if you got any questions for Dennis, 799-1250 is the phone number. And we'll be right back with more. Welcome back to Skibber Buds, Cutting Edge Outdoors. Uh, we got a little Ted Nugent going, and I haven't heard much from him lately. No, I Tom. haven't heard, no. Or what's he doing? Normally he's out there, out front, talking politics mm-hmm. and stuff. Maybe he's taking a break. Yeah. But uh, we do have an email here. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Dennis, up by you, do you get the Larry Smith show? Uh, we do uh, on a weekend, on a Saturday, we get the yeah. Larry Smith show. Okay. And that's uh, well, just on a Saturday. Okay, I wonder if anybody saw it last week, because uh, this guy's writing in. This is from uh, JB. He says, is it true that Larry Smith received a warning from the FCC for obscene and indec- indecent content because he took off his clothes? Well, he says his shirt, but it was all his clothes, uh, except for his underwear. He took his shirt and clothes off during last week's show. That's from Jim. Now, during the show, what had happened was somebody uh, didn't put the plug in the boat. So they're out in the boat, and it's starting to sink. There's water flowing up in the boat. So they start driving around to let the water start flowing out. Okay? Right. So then, they, when then they're going to stop the boat. Larry takes off all his clothes except his underwear, boxer shorts, and they, they uh, how do they, they fuzzy out the area of his personal belongings, if you will. Okay. They, you know, they make it fuzzy so you can't see Yeah, anything. I understand. Okay. They make it fuzzy. We've and all seen fuzzy jumps, before. Yeah, yes. he jumps in the lake, puts the boat in, and it had to be cold. Okay. <laughs> then he gets gets back in. He's soaking wet, you know, and then they're laughing about it, of course. But, uh, well, no, I didn't well, hear anything is, okay, about listen, an FCC. Listen. I think, I, Jim, I, no, that's just a Well, listen rumor. then. They, then he must not have been wearing boxers. Well, he was. Well, they wouldn't fuzz it out otherwise. Well, no, they he would. was wearing boxers. He was, but they but fuzzed then it out. But he wasn't when he fuzzed it. No, they, no you could he see. He didn't want to put on wet boxers, dude. No, no, I'm he was wearing you. his boxers. You well, could they tell. just fuzzed it to be funny? No, nobody they... cares about a guy wearing his underwear. But Just walk through Kmart and you'll well, see maybe, real pictures maybe of guys was, in their underwear in the underwear Maybe aisle. something was hanging socks. out. I don't know. Oh, come but, on. But on the outside edges of the fuzziness, you can see his boxers. All right? He was wearing boxers. So just leave it at that. Like a wet T-shirt contest. I'm not, but the FCC, I'm not making there's it up. no way. FCC isn't going to do anything. The stuff you no. see on TV. It's worse they, than they, that. They, they see, yeah, nowadays you can see, you hear F-bombs on TV. You see all kinds of stuff on TV. Yeah. Uh, yeah, sometimes they, I see stuff on TV and I'm like... Did I just see that? Exactly. Yeah, they're playing all these old R-rated movies. They don't care anymore. They don't care. Yet they don't want you to say a bad word on the radio. Yeah. Right? Certain things we can't say. Yeah, we can't say here, but you can put anything on TV. On TV. Yeah. Yeah. I, so, I agree. The world's gone nuts. So <laughs> and in case anybody list, uh, missed uh, what we were talking about earlier, earlier, Dennis, Dennis Royce from Boulder Junction or Boulder Junction Connection in the studio, uh, what are these prize packages again? One more time. That now all people got to do 
is come to the booth and say, I'm hooked on Boulder Junction. I got hooked in Boulder Junction. Okay, I got hooked in Boulder Junction. Somewhere and like that, right? But a little off. We'll, we'll if, they give you the, if they give you the Neubauer interpretation, yeah. it'll be okay. Yeah, you, we'll, <laughs> have to, we'll have to let them fly. I guess you we'll have to let them fly. If you, they say, Dan yeah. said me, I, I should tell you this, or Tom yeah. told me to say this. Oh. You win but, a free trip and a signed pair of boxers from Larry's. Camp. Yes. <laughs> you know, the boxer story will have to come up, so we'll still talk wet. about but, that. Uh, but, yeah, so, but. You just want to make it fair for everybody who comes in. You put all the names and addresses and numbers in a hat, and then you're going to draw out the winners, and you're going to call us the following week and tell us, but you're going to call the other people sooner, I'm sure. Ahead of time. We'll call them ahead of time, let them know, and we'll also call you and give you the report, and we'll do it live on air. That's a a good thing to do. and That way everybody gets a chance. Exactly. I think that's very fair. Speaking of win, um, you know what I'm expecting to unfortunately win today, Tom? A gun. Today is that drawing for the gun in uh, in Timbuktu, Indiana, yeah. 400 miles away. They got the drawing. And I'm just thinking, what are the odds that I get called that I got to drive to Shiawassee, Indiana to pick up a gun? So, yeah, I hope I don't win this raffle. <laughs> I'm going to have to drive all that way. Put the miles. What are you- so what, do you, what, do you, what are the prizes now? Oh, okay, I'll give you the prizes. Yeah. prizes. Well, Dan interrupted, so oh, yeah, that's I got right. to let him, let that's him right. talk. That's all right. This is your show, not ahead. my show. No, no, it's Tom's show. <laughs> well, it's, yeah, it's Tom's studio. I that's heard right. you yeah. the he's, the, yeah, he's the guy who wears the big boxers around think, here. So. You know what, Danny? Your show. Before we get to your prizes, you know what? Now you're interrupting. You know what we should do, Danny? What? We should get a picture. You should get a picture of you with a fish. I'll get one of me with a fish, and we'll put it on the wall up here. And we'll sign it. it. No, and we'll see how long it takes them to take it down. I wouldn't even notice. Try it. Oh, Sparky would take it down. Well, Sparky would. <laughs> yeah, so. Always try and see how long it lasts. All right. Have so, a contest. There you go. Yeah. Have we a could have, make a bobblehead of you. Put it up there, <laughs> right there, next to Don Beebe yeah, and right. uh, Raleigh Fingers, yeah. and it, everybody would look up there and think it's Ron Jeremy. Yeah. Okay. There you so, go. <laughs> okay. All right, here we go. Price count. White Prices. Birch Village. That's two nights stay at White Birch Village. Two nights stay at Boulder Bear Motor Lodge. We got guiding service that includes in each one of these trips from Last Resort's guide service at Steve and Irv Keller's guide service out of Boulder Junction, who's a listener of your show as well. Mm-hmm. Jamie's Custom Tackle, People Lures, the Granary Restaurant, Headwaters Restaurant, Boulder Junction Chamber, Boulder Junction Fire Department, and Jack's Jigs. Wow. And those are all part of the prize package that goes out to two of your listeners. And we may have a few uh, listeners that we have additional uh, prizes for additional items that were given to us to uh, bring to the show as well. Hey, I got a question now. Of course, this would be for a guy and his, let's say, his wife. But what if they had a couple of kids? That's okay, too? Yeah, I would say if you call the resort and tell them that, uh, I'm sure that they can make arrangements and they'll work something out with you. Okay. I can't speak for them because right, I... Right, right. But um, I I think that they'll make something work, and I think you get a hold of the resorts, the package will include telephone numbers, contacts. Uh, you'll be no problem getting it. And the people that have used it before that have, you know, come up mm-hmm. uh, have an excellent time and really enjoy it. Right, so, right. All right. But it's uh, it's a it's a nice package, and it gets your listeners a chance to come up and see us. And and some, like I said, someday I'll get the two of you up there, and we'll do something as well. I know you were in Monaco last year. I'm mm-hmm. listening before when you were talking, and yeah. you didn't call, so you <laughs> yeah. lost a couple yeah, of points Tom, here. Well, we were busy fishing. Yeah, it was well, busy. that's fine. It was busy. 
I got a business to run here. Yeah, so, I know Dan likes to <laughs> musky fish. We got excellent musky yeah, fishing. See, if I went up, I wouldn't be bringing a wife and hanging yeah. out coffee shops. I'd be fishing, man. Yeah, speak before I get to this email. Oh, uh, wow. What, what's the name busy. of that uh, breakfast restaurant you go to that the, you call us from? The Greenery Restaurant. The Greenery. I call you live from there every, every Saturday, <laughs> not every Saturday, but when I do. And one morning, yeah. it was a quiet morning. There wasn't a lot of people in the restaurant. A couple on the end on the corner, and I asked them they'd mind if we do the call into the show. And, of course, when I punch you on my phone, they can hear what's going on. Oh, they hear okay. some of your, your rhetoric that's going on here before I go live with you. And yeah. and it was fun. We, we did it, and, and the owner came out, and he sat and listened, and oh. he thinks I'm full of it. And so, <laughs> so No, no. He's, that's good. We're actually talking good. to these guys down there. So. Yeah. Okay, we got an email here from Ryan. He says, at work right now, so not currently listening, but heard you guys bring up the early season catch and release for bass on my drive-in this morning. My thoughts on this are the DNR basically just opened up the season for multiple species a month early, just catch and release. My reasoning for this statement what would be I fish Pewaukee quite a bit, and many of the baits I'm using to target bass also attract Basically, every other species of fish in the lake. These baits would be crankbaits, spinnerbaits, net, rig, net rigs, and that. Uh, obviously, obviously, any fish caught would need to be released, but I would think that at the time of year, it would be hard to target bass without essentially pulling in another species or two. Thoughts? Well, yeah, Ryan, you're right. Yeah. He's, he's right I about mean, that. I mean, you can target bass, and you're going to catch bass in April, but, yeah, you might get the occasional northern pike. You get the occasional muskie. You know, yeah, it's going to happen. You just release them. No big deal. Just release them. Why don't Why do they even have – why don't they just have open season year-round and release and just have a catch well, season? I, why know, even go with all these closed okay. dates and open yeah. dates then other well, than – Tradition. According to DNR, when it comes to the bass in southeastern Wisconsin, they're trying to protect the bass, spawning bass. Right. Well, first Saturday in May ain't protecting crap. Because I it see ain't protecting any I bass. I see them spawning by my place way later yeah, than that. Yeah, well, every other place too. Middle, end of May. Usually it's the end of May more often than not. Right. So when, when they say they're trying to protect the, the bass, that's baloney. They're not protecting anything. Baloney. Now, if, 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 if they really wanted to protect the bass, don't open the season until the first Saturday in June instead of May. Make a catch and release April and May and then catch and keep in June. Why don't they do that? Yeah. Yeah. Why don't they do that, Tom? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's yeah take so that. There. Yeah. Hey, do, do you see why, Dennis, the DNR doesn't uh, advertise on our show? Yes, <laughs> I can see that. Because of me. Yes. Yeah, it's Tom. Why just tell the truth? Just, uh, you know? Well, you go crappie fishing. How many times do you catch bass while you're crappie fishing? Oh, all the time. All the time. All the time. You just got to throw them back. You can't, yeah, you It's a lot can't. of fun catching them. Yeah. Oh, I got a... Uh, or a northern. Sometimes yeah. oh, you're yeah. using a minnow, a live yeah. minnow, and, yeah. and uh, you'll catch a northern. And, or, and like Dan said before... How many times have you been fishing walleyes and pulling them? Oh, yeah, definitely. So, so, Gene, now you mentioned you got Martians up there in the Boulder, Boulder Junction area. <laughs> I, uh, a few. You got me wondering, do you guys see a lot of lot of UFOs, any strange sights? Oh, are there any there. Bigfoot sights? Is there anything in the paranormal 
in the lore up in your area. In Rhinelander, you got the hot egg. I know that. You got the yeah, hot egg in Rhinelander. But there's got to be something in Boulder Junction. I don't know if we have anything on, in Boulder Junction. There had Junction. to be one guy who got drunk and left there's at 3 willy, in the morning yeah, and saw something. There's a goes out on a Friday night. He sometimes can be a, a, a menace. But Willie. Uh, yeah, Willie. Oh, Willie. Well, yeah. Does Willie see do you, anything do you have himself? Any, do you have yeah. any people who wear tinfoil hats? <laughs> We're looking for them. Look well, for them. I'm thinking that it. clear sky up there in Wisconsin oh. Northwoods, you'd see lots of UFOs flying I bet you'd see a lot of stars a bright up light. there. I, there it is. I don't know. Uh, what was the thing we used to do where the kids were looking for snipes? Snipe, yeah. Snipe hunting. We used to go snipe hunting. Yeah. I've yet to see a snipe. Yeah, I'm looking for them, but I haven't seen one yet. <laughs> snipe hunting? Yeah. 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 What's that? Was you just tell the kid it, there's a bird, a snipe and yeah, take them hunting? And yeah, you wouldn't find it. It was just a wild snipe hunt? It, yeah. There was nothing there. Just to get the guys out in the field hey, looking w- stupid. Walk up there and see if you can circle around and chase a few snipes. Like yep. back snipes you got yeah. it. You got it. All right, we got to like, go to our last break. Last segment coming up. This is anything, the last break. We got huh? anything of substance coming up? <laughs> yeah, we got Dennis Royce oh, from okay, Boulder I mean, Junction. Dennis here. Yeah. Talk about, thank you. We can yeah. talk about fishing. So. Okay, yeah. sounds good. We'll be right back, folks. Stay tuned. Ja, das ist richtig. This is the final countdown of the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. Hey, thanks for listening. We want to thank family, friends, enemies, strangers, everybody out there listening. Again, we support the badge and the firefighters, first responders, military folks, healthcare professionals, keep, uh, keeping us great and safe out there. We support you, and thanks for listening. Yeah, I'm putting away my stuff because, you know, Mike McGivern, he gets a little antsy when he wants uh, to get he's in got, here. He's got a lot of people. I don't yeah. think he's got a ton of people coming in today because otherwise we would have been uh, setting up uh, chairs and stuff like that. Right, so, right. Uh, yeah, but it's good you're getting organized, Tom. Yes, get all my stuff. So don't send any more emails. I folded up that computer. Once Tom <laughs> folds it up, I it's folded over. it up. It's over. No more emails. Do you, check it, do you check it during the week? Oh, yeah, every day. You do? Every day. Because sometimes, you know, we get, uh, and like if there's a, a the good ones, you know, mm-hmm. I just save them until Saturday. Okay. You know, that's all. Gotcha. Oh, and I was going to tell how Ron Heidenreich wrote us, and we, we should mention that real quick again, about how you can fish all winter long and not worry about your outboard. Basically, he's saying, you know, do your lower unit grease, change that in November, and then when the last time fishing, whenever you go fishing, then in the wintertime, January, February, whatever, leave your motor down for about three or four minutes so the water runs out. After you pull out. After you pull it out of the water. And yeah, then let it you. down again. Yeah, let it down. Don't three, four, and then your bottom of your... Yeah, and then turn it on, turn the outboard on for just a couple of seconds. That'll blow out whatever water might have been left. Right. And you're good to go until uh, the next time you go out you go. So, when yeah, it's cold well, out. Geez, yeah. Next year I'll be fishing all winter long, yeah. Tom. Yeah. I'll be out there be in out Lake there. Michigan catching brown trout. And Speaking of trout, so you catch trout, trout Dennis. We right? have trout. Big, we big trout lake, right? Big trout. trout lake is trout fishing. Uh, they have to be 30 inches in, wow. uh, in length. Which is a good sized trout. Uh, oh yeah, catch. Lakers, lake or what trout, are, all lake trout. Lakers. Are they yeah. native there then, or yeah, are they? Well, native, yes, uh, to a certain degree. When some I say planting. native, you, you've get the uh, the the DNR has been planting some like a hybrid trout, 
and uh, it's a dark, little darker lake trout. Okay. But um, we catch both fish, and both of it is uh, a decent fish. But a thirty-inch lake trout is an awfully large fish. How about and, how about something we never talked about? How about any stream trout fishing up in that area? There is stream trout fishing uh, further north. Boulder Junction has a few streams where they do some trout okay. fishing, but further north, up towards Michigan, and and which isn't that far away. No, it's for us. It's fifteen miles. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty so, close. Yeah, That's yeah. further north. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it takes us five ten minutes. minutes. Here we are. <laughs> You find trout yeah. and you find somebody that's catching them. There's not a lot of conversation about it because they keep it pretty quiet. They keep those oh, yeah. small little streams. I'm guessing it'd be uh, mostly brook trout. I'm guessing yes, brook trout is what you're going to catch most of them. Right, and they keep that to themselves. And I understand that because uh, otherwise they get inundated with too many people. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, what's funny when you're driving in the in the backwoods in the up north of uh, Boulder Junction? No, between Boulder and let's say uh, Michigan. When you're driving in those uh, country roads, you'd be surprised on how many streams you go over. You know, I mean, you you drive over them and you say, "Oh, there's a there's a place right there." I mean, you can actually catch fish right by those culverts. Yes, that are you know the, where the streams are passing. But you just want to be careful if you try to go into the woods in those places because. I mean, let's face it. There's bear around. There's uh, wolves around. You, a lot of mosquitoes in the summertime. You know. Yeah, it can get kind of oh, And they're telling squirrely. us that the mosquitoes are going to be bad this year. Yeah. Uh, and ticks. Uh, we have ticks as well. Oh, yeah. Because the fact that we had so much snow cover, the ground never froze. So they were not sacrificed with the cold weather. And, and uh, our mosquito population and tick, up, tick population is going to be quite large this year. That's what wow. I was told earlier, wow. like a month ago, when... We're starting to do what they're redoing their results. So there's so. more good news. Yeah, yeah. More we got the coronavirus. <laughs> yeah. We're going to have ticks and mosquitoes, yeah. and uh, pretty soon we'll all be walking around wearing hazmat suits. I, yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong. Ticks are ticks, and mosquitoes are mosquitoes. You know, you get a tick on you, you kill it. My wife said she hates them. She anything you got to kill with a hammer, she does not like. So with <laughs> a hammer, as yeah, long as it's not still on your head, yes, yeah. that's for sure. Oh, yeah, you get it off your body. Maybe bottom. she'd like to. No, uh, I don't have to ask her that. What was the? Now I remember years ago. <laughs> I accidentally Dennis, killed my husband. Yeah. Well, there was a tick. There was yeah. a tick on his head. Yes, <laughs> hit it with a it's hammer. Tick defense. Yeah, he told that, me, and I still had that lump. Yeah, he yeah. told me so. Yes, um, years ago, Danny. Uh, Dennis sent me a picture of a nice-sized laker you caught. Yes. And uh, he said I had to put it on my fridge, which I did. Had it up there for quite a while until the missus took it down. Yes. Because <laughs> she, ca- she finally said to me, who is this? Yeah. Who is this idiot <laughs> who is sending this you pictures? Did, did you guys uh, see the uh, picture of the giant lake trout? It was the new state record caught uh I think this last week or two. No. In, oh, geez. It was on, on the internet. US, no. USA Today newspaper. No. Some no. guy got a giant, I think it was a, uh, I forget what state, but he caught it and it looked like in the picture he was standing on ice, a uh, 39 pound Laker through oh, the wow. ice. Wow. That's yeah. A- it was, it was in the mid to high 30s anyway. Just a, just a giant. Yeah. I think it was over 40 inches. I don't know how you'd get a thing like that through the hole. That's large. That's almost yeah. a state record for it. I caught one in 43 up at Savant Lake in Canada. Right. And that was a huge lake trout. And 
and uh, there are that's real close to you know the state record for a lake trout. Well, this this one was a state record for the for state, that state for that state. For that state, but state I wonder yeah. if that was out in Flaming Gorge Reservoir. No, it wasn't Flaming Gorge. No, not that one. <laughs> Isn't no. it Flaming George? No, Gorge. Is it? Fl- I think it's Flaming Gorge. I think it's Flaming George Reservoir. Really? Well, I don't well, think it's Flaming Gorge. Okay, okay, whatever. <laughs> It's a no. flame and whatever. It's a flame and something. It's flame and something. <laughs> no, but we do have wood lake trout there. fishing on Trout Lake. And do they uh, ice fish for the lake trout? Yes, there? They, well, they ice fish for whitefish. Okay, yeah. because there's a lot of whitefish fishing, but during that time of the year, lake trout is closed. Oh, okay. and you so you can't keep the lake trout. You do catch them, but you can't keep them. Have you ever heard of fizzing? No, I don't know what that is. Yeah, I know. We we had a caller about that uh, email, so I yes, never mind. No, never mind. Yeah, okay. never mind. Because okay. I just thought you might be fizzing lake trout up there on Trout Lake. No, never <laughs> heard. Never heard that. Okay, this there was a is... device you throw down a hole when you're ice fishing to fizz the water up to get the water activated. Yeah, and they, that was popular in Minnesota for a while, but I haven't heard that down around no, this area at all. Never heard of that. One. It, it's like an Alka Seltzer in the water, and what it's supposed to do is get the fish all excited. And it bubbles in the water, and the fish come over to see if there's food. Hey, you think it's true that they, they make these things nowadays Kills that make eagles. sound in the water, and the fish are supposed to come over, made by Livingston, Livingston lures? You put... We use it, and it works. Really? Rattle lures. Uh, no, I'm... It, we, well, we use it when I say we use it when we go up to Lake of the Woods. No, That's I'm saying this. It's, a, it's this round thing that you put in the water makes sounds. No. Well, anyway, I heard about here. that. All right, we got one minute to go. Dennis yeah. Royce will be at the Milwaukee Sports Show, row number aisle number six hundred. You just got to go and say what you. I got hooked in Boulder Junction. I got hooked in Boulder Junction. Just tell him that you'll be putting the pot for the big prizes. Also, yes. uh, we got a call. Matt uh, said he didn't get his Hornswoggle contest. So, Matt, I'll go check your address at home. If I don't have it, I'll call you. Thank you guys uh, for inviting me. All right, thanks for coming in, Dennis. Have a great weekend. That's all I got. Me too. To all the listeners, thanks for listening. And God bless and stay free, everyone. You've been listening to Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. Head to the sports show, my friend. We'll see you there. Okay, picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.